0: This episode of Therapist Connect podcast is sponsored by WebHealer, the number one website provider for private practice therapists. Serving the community for 20 years, WebHealer offers a non-technical and fully supported online platform helping therapists use the internet to grow their practice. Whether you need a website, a booking system, or even a secure email address for your practice, Web Healer can help. Contact Web Healer today via www.webhealer.net and use the coupon TherapistConnect for £100 off their Do It For Me service.
1: Welcome to the Therapist Connect
0: podcast, a podcast
2: For
3: therapists, by therapists. Hello and welcome to Therapist Connect. This is a discussion episode. I'm Kim Evans, person-centered psychotherapist, visibility coach and research supervisor. I'll be interviewing two therapists who are excited to share the ins and outs of running a mental health business alongside their psychotherapy practice. Hi both, it's lovely to have you today. So I will start with Vanessa. Can you tell me who you are and what you do?
2: So my name is Vanessa and I am a cognitive behavioural therapist and I am also the founder and director of the organisation Inside Out Wellbeing. So in terms of I guess all about myself I'm all about mental health all about well-being and I guess that comes across through my own practice as a therapist and also with my social enterprise Um, I'm very passionate about mental health education in particular I believe that mental health education um, psychoeducation can essentially change lives Um, Mm. and I've I've seen it for myself and also again within my practice and within the business as well so um I guess Inside Out Wellbeing is all about providing that mental health education um, across the community um, with young people doing so in creative ways.
3: Oh, brilliant. I love it. So you're working with day to day people in what you do. And it sounds like you're mate doing an amazing work and just pause on what you're doing because we will go into your business in a bit more depth. But thank you for that wonderful okay. introduction. Vanessa so we have Ngozi as well on the line so hi Han can you tell us who you are and what you do
1: hi Kim hi Vanessa Uh, my name is Ingozi Kademus and I am a psychotherapist and social worker Um, I specialize um, in mental health and leadership um, coaching I run a multicultural counseling service called frontline therapist and also um a coaching and consulting company to help women essentially level up in their leadership.
3: Lovely. Wow. It sounds like you've got a lot on your plate, but it sounds all wonderful. Thank you so much for that. We spoke a little bit on social media, and I did actually have a question on that because, you know, in our training, there's not much information given on social media. I think there's even kind of messages about, you know, don't put yourself too much out there because, you know, you want to be more of a blank canvas or, you know, don't have too much information of your personal life going out to your clients. There is a bit of a tension there because obviously you need to market yourself within business. You need to be on social media and all those kind of things. What, what would you say on that? I guess in terms of the people are thinking, you know, how does it work as a therapist and as a business owner when it comes to social media?
2: I like that question um so I have personally I have got a love-hate relationship with social media, (laughs) Um, just just in the sense where of course um you know when we look at social media itself it can be very very helpful and Um... it has definitely a hundred percent Um, you know, I would be lying if I said it didn't help me with my business. It has helped with my business in terms of marketing, in terms of getting bookings, to do workshops, to do events, panel discussions, um, just reaching new audiences, being able to um, you know, have other companies, other businesses who are on social media see what we're doing and then also contact us as well. So, in terms of visibility, social media is fantastic in terms of being uh, point of contact it's fantastic um on the other end it's also a whole leap of work <laughs> and I remember when I initially started Inside Out I was doing um all of the social media stuff um by myself and it was quite intensive of course now we've come to understand that social media itself is a full-time job um for I guess if you're 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 trying to you know post consistently get message across- messages across consistently um and promote your business, so I think something that has been really, really helpful for us at inside out as well is we now have a particular team who are basically doing social media, and um because of that, I don't even look at the inside out social media account because it's it's all being done and it's all running itself,
3: yeah, and I yeah. think
2: That itself alleviates a bit of stress um, as well. Like I spoke about earlier on where as a CEO, as a director, you're wearing multiple different hats. It allows me to take off that social media hat um, and just (laughs) hand it over to the team to do it. So you guys can, they've got the brief, you guys go ahead and do what you need to do. Yeah. for business wise that's that's how I'm currently handling it when it comes to I guess my own personal page and my own branding I think for me personally I feel like it's important to get that balance Mm. Um, for people to know that I'm a human being yeah um I always want to be that person who is relatable for the people that want to work with me Mm -hmm. um and being someone you know Uh, being a a black Ghanaian young female grew up in East London in the hood that sort of vibe I do want people who have had similar experiences to me um, to be able to you know come to me if they feel that I'm the person that you know can relate to their experiences I've heard so many times where people are saying you know it was therapy they feel like they're having to do extra work with having to um you know over explain themselves and mm. um that itself can be exhausting and you know takes away the therapeutic element so for me with being on social media I post pictures of myself I post reels um I do a mixture of content that um you know puts out key I guess psychoeducation. I would say maybe um five ways to improve your mental health things like that or maybe things that are a bit humorous um just a combination of different things again it's about making mental health education fun um, and yeah. making me a relatable person that people can you know come to to ask about my services as well so I have people in my dms you know all the time asking about oh, okay um do you provide any workshops for this and um, would you be able to come and do come and speak at this event would you be able to come and do this that etc so yeah. I think being a point of contact is is good um and I feel like I'm able to get that balance of course I'm not as consistent as I would like to be um but still I think with with the time that I have <laughs> doing what I can with that um yeah I'm able to get the message across um one of the things that I am finding a little bit cringe worthy mm-hmm. on social media is what I'll describe as um pop psychology okay. you
0: know what I mean by
2: pop psychology explain that a little bit more um further just in terms of it's hard it's, it's hard because um there's certain things that um people might post in regards to mental health and psychology yeah. that will be really over simplistic
0: okay, um, yeah
2: yeah and it's you know for example I don't know three three ways or three ways to identify that, you know, you 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 experience childhood trauma and there'll be literally just three things there. So someone might look at it and think, oh my gosh, um, you know, I've got something seriously wrong with me because I'm ticking all of these boxes. Yeah. yeah. And that's where it starts to get a bit um, you know, difficult. And that's why I sort of label it as pop psychology, where yeah. it's like the the clickbait stuff that, mm-hmm. you know, is gonna catch people's eye and they're going to want to click on it and um, you know, um yeah, it it just might not bring the right message across sometimes. Mm. However, I also understand that on social media, um, you know, you've got limited characters that you can use. You know, nowadays reels are maybe, you know, one minute to you know 30 seconds, 20 seconds where you're trying to get a, a really short message across. So I think yeah. um I think it's important to be mindful. Um, if you're posting that type of content especially with people that you know are seeing things like that for the first time it might be a bit scary for them to see you know so, some of those those things but um, all in all I guess being able to to get that balance and posting ethical yes. <laughs> content I think it's yeah. Important. yeah no
3: definitely because I don't think you know Instagram doesn't have the skills to vet you know things that are going out there so like you said there's so much different information going out there and so I think it is good that there are qualified people like ourselves that if we do post at least people can get the right information and also just for people people to check on people's profiles do they say they're qualified those kind of things because I do know that some people do let them know you know I'm just into psychology but I'm not a qualified counsellor or psychotherapist those Mm. kind of things so yeah no brilliant and fab that you've got a team that's always helpful isn't it in terms of managing social media are brilliant thank you so much for that Vanessa um Ngozi have you got any thoughts what was your relationship like with social media
1: I guess similarly, um, but I'm going to lean towards finding mediums that, you know, work for you. But uh, yeah, I guess similarly with social media, I'm the, I say the middle millennials and the millennials start from 1980 to 1990 something. So I'm born in the 19 so 991. So essentially just right in the middle where we saw the evolution of AOL, MySpace. If anyone remembers, high five. Anyone remembers? <laughs> high yep, five, yep, yeah. yep, yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah. <laughs> you know my space all of that and then mm. I remember the days where you had to you had to say I'm meeting you at seven o'clock and you had to meet because the only thing we had was that 20 20p for the phone box you know? <laughs> um, and then you, that 20 p only lasted one minute so you'd be like I'm I'm there in a phone castle <laughs> that's all you had so I feel like because I grew up in that day I appreciate you know both the you know the online space and the offline space I, um and I went through a lot of my difficulties with social media in the early years so in the early 2007 with Facebook and just feeling like very low and depressed watching other people have fun and thinking oh my god you know I'm just sitting at home so I guess with the advent you know, of Instagram and TikTok I don't really have a lot of those feelings I literally, my personal consumption of it is watching cute babies and dancing <laughs> like <laughs> that's what I watch but as a, as a business owner I did find it very frustrating because I don't really care for um, social media that much and, and I say mm-hmm. so I talking about more short form content like TikTok and Instagram because social media is wider than that. You've got podcasting, you've got YouTube, you've got other types of social media that might be more akin to you know most people's taste. But in terms of the short form content, which is like really short attention span, you've got to do things to catch people's attention. You know what? I've come to a point where that's just not me. So I've got my team that manages that, and what I've decided is you know I've started my own podcast and YouTube because I am better. Give me space and time to speak. That's just mm. me. Don't tell me to say something profound in 30 seconds <laughs> or say something profound in one minute because I will start to stutter. But give me some space. Give me even five, 10 minutes. Within that, you can cut, you know, points from that. And put that as a reel for 30 seconds. So it's kind of getting to a place where I'm okay with not going down the route of what everybody's doing. I cannot. Mm. I've done it. I do it. I do those dancing moves. I do like to dance. But it, authentically, is not me. I don't sit there and think, oh, I've got to post for social media. I'm just getting on with that. Mm. Or oh, I've got to post on my stories. And I think it's okay with that. I think it's finding the right mediums for you. Well, right. what I teach my clients in terms of their strategy is finding two short form, two short form um, mediums like maybe Instagram and TikTok, and then long term, short um, longer term mediums like podcasting and YouTube, and then combining that and essentially repurposing your content. So anything you create for podcasting and YouTube, yep. you just repurpose that for Instagram and TikTok rather than creating content for each, because then you're going to have content fatigue, which is a, that's a real thing. Mm-hmm. But if you can contain one content for one medium and then repurpose that, for All of the other mediums, it reduces your content fatigue, right? And you're leaning, you're tapping into what you're more comfortable with. Like you can see that we all like to talk. So I'm probably more comfortable with space to speak, which might be podcasting and, and, and YouTube or, or that type of format. Majority of us are not probably as comfortable giving us one minute reels and doing a, a jig and a dance and saying five ways to overcome depression or five ways to overcome. Like there's not more, there's more than five ways. There's probably like for gazilla ways to overcome yeah yeah, lives, yeah right so as you said the issue with instagram and tiktok is you get pop culture and you get pop culture therapists people that are literally mm. like i don't know they read a book and they just so they feel and there's nothing wrong with that to a degree but they feel so inspired and they want to now start telling people um how to overcome difficulties when we've been doing this for five six seven years in our training Mm -hmm. and the people that have the knowledge because I know there's listeners right now that are like oh my god I've I've been a therapist for five ten fifteen years and I just can't seem to connect you're just not going to connect let me just say it's the reality really and truly is there are some people that are just talented at basically connecting with people they haven't got as much substance that's just really what it is they haven't got substance but they're really able to utilize social media the social media short form shows to media is for people with short attention span they just want to see something quick they don't want to know the 50 ways they only want to know the three ways mm. to overcome so then what I would advise people is that there's so many others like blogging there's, yeah. there's podcasting. there are ways that you can articulate yourself in a way where you can really share your knowledge Yes, it might take longer. Yes, it might mean that a lot of people would not watch it because they prefer the short term, but you will develop your own community that value your knowledge, mm-hmm. that want to hear from you. They don't want to hear the three quick ways. They not want to hear, no, there's more than three ways. There's, there's, mm-hmm. there's a number of ways. And I think it's just important to say to encourage people that you don't have to do what everybody's doing. I think what we did, people weren't doing. People weren't using social media. Mm. Still. Is something that I know a lot of mental health services weren't doing. They weren't using social media. When I started off my 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 um, frontline therapist, I believed that the way I was going to get clients was from the clinical commissioning group, um, from GPs, because that's what, that's what I understood. That, as a social worker, that's where I referred people to. And I got rejected. I got told, I'm so sorry, um, we can't support you. So I had to go to social media. That Mm -hmm. was the only way I could get, you know, get the clients. Um, And then people, I started to see people, you know, mental health services now jump on social media. Mm -hmm. And now I'm like, you know what, I'm I'm a bit tired of Instagram (laughs) and TikTok. I want to now share what I've got to say without feeling rushed, and re- without feeling that like I've got to be so profound in like a short space of time. Let me go to podcasting. And I'm, I'm hoping really encouraging that there needs to be more therapists, especially from the UK guys that are listening to mm. the <laughs> podcast, because there's so much misinformation out there. And we are so we're so trained and we're so talented. We need our voices out there to correct things, to help break down complex um um questions and topics, mm. not in simple ways. Uh, um, yeah. In a way that is effective for, for and digestible for our audience. So, I, I just, just a bit of a flip and saying that, yeah, social media is a love and hate relationship. I have that as well. But find the mediums that work best for your you and be, work best for the message you want to get out. If Instagram and mm. TikTok isn't the best way and it isn't for many people, there are so many others. Twitch, I can't, I can begin to describe. There's so many platforms that you can yeah. really utilise and find your audience on there that will value you mm. and you can build a loyal community that really want to work with you and listen to your expertise and knowledge
3: brilliant yeah wow. no 100 speaking of expertise and knowledge we've got loads of that here together with everything that's been shared thank you so much just so you know by the time this comes out my bulletproof brand boot camp will be available so do get in touch um mm-hmm. so Just an eight week program that will help you see clients literally by the end of the eight weeks. So, we talk about everything that we've been discussing today. And just to remind people, it's really about quality over quantity. And once you've got your niche, that specific group, specific group that you are targeting, it just makes things so much easier. And you're not having to post every day and do the most because you know exactly who you are targeting and you're putting out quality stuff. So, just empowering people to have confidence to put yourself out there because you know social media can be a bit scary but it is a good medium to reach your target audience or the clients that you're working with and nowadays people do want to get to know you like Vanessa was saying you put yourself out there a bit more don't you because people will actually want to get to know you a little bit as a person when it comes to therapy but I think bottom line is agree so much with both of you and what's been said do what works for you with the time and energy that you have, because there are so many mediums that help you to do things in different ways. And yeah, we can jump on social media and be like, oh, everyone's doing it like this. That seems like the popular way. But yeah, do what works for you. And if you are wanting to crack social media and marketing, do get in touch with me. I'm happy to offer any advice that I can. Ladies, it has been an absolute pleasure like I've loved this discussion so much um and you know we might have enough an oppo- another opportunity hopefully to do this I have one final question it's a quick one we don't have a name for this podcast yet dun, dun, dun. but there has been obviously a running theme around being a therapist and being a business owner is there anything kind of short snappy relevant that comes to mind Ooh what I've you got think one we could
1: okay wait let's ask <laughs> Vanessa first gosh no in case you please go first because okay
2: got yeah one <laughs> okay I've got one as well but golden, I was golden. gonna okay.
1: say uh, maybe that like practitioner to CEO yes I was gonna say Ooh. that because you said from
3: therapist to CEO when you were talking and I wrote that yeah. down I was like that sounds beautiful sounds I like amazing. that yeah it really encapsulates yeah exactly I think
1: exactly i think it captures all our experiences because essentially we've all been practitioners and now what we're, we're both we're, we're practitioners at heart but we are so ceo in our minds because we run mm. a service yeah. um and we we have people that are under us and um, which has obviously come with responsibilities so i think practitioner to ceo um is such um a good title and again it encourages people that you know we didn't just end up as the CEO we went through the journey and we're all practitioners still at mm. heart we all still see um clients whether it's in private practice or you know um working for someone but we run the business right and we're affecting change mm. in the marketplace and we're supporting people that look like us that don't look like us we're supporting people to be yeah. all that they've been called to be so you know if anybody um especially women of faith that feel like they are called to something greater than themselves and they really want to monetize their healing girls holler at myself as well Ingazi Cadmus on all social media platforms take a look at my podcast my YouTube and I'm there to support you become all that you've been destined to be
3: brilliant anything else that. Love you want that. To in an ad Vanessa as well about what you're doing
2: Sure, sure, sure. So I guess um, at the moment, inside out, we're working across universities, we're working across corporate organisations and within the community as well to provide workshops, training all about mental health. So we cover lots of different topics from imposter syndrome to bringing your authentic self to work. Um, Also look at, you know, the general topics around, you know, uh, introduction into depression, anxiety, things like that. And we also create bespoke um, workshops as well so if anyone is interested in that, interested in that then please feel free to um, follow us on social media so we are at inside out wellbeing underscore we've also got our website www.insideoutwellbeing.org um, yeah if you're interested in any of those services workshops support groups training then please feel free to message me if you're asked, looking for I guess general advice around um you know starting a business or social enterprise then please feel free to follow my personal page which is at Nessa Banks so that's N-E-S-S-A-B-A-N-K-S underscore
3: wonderful thank you so much and everyone's details will be accessible you know at the bottom of the podcast so people will be able to get those details again but Thank you both for your time. It's been wonderful to speak to you both. And I hope to be in touch with you. Thank all you. Soon.
2: It's Thank okay. You. You're welcome. Thanks for inviting us.
3: Anytime. Thank you. Have a good day. Thank you for listening to the Therapist
1: Connect podcast. Go to www.therapist-connect.com for more discussions and debates.
0: This episode of Therapist Connect podcast is sponsored by Web Healer, the number one website provider for private practice therapists. Serving the community for 20 years, Web Healer offers a non-technical and fully supported online platform helping therapists use the internet to grow their practice. Whether you need a website, a booking system, or even a secure email address for your practice, Web Healer can help. Contact Web Healer today via www.webhealer.net and use the coupon Therapists Connect for £100 off their Do It For Me service.